0: You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Buck Sexton Show. We have with us this episode, Ivory Hecker. She is an independent journalist, YouTube star extraordinaire. You can go to YouTube.com slash Ivory Hecker to check out her latest. An independent voice, fearless, has a lot of things to say on a whole range of of topics and a Texan, Ivory. Great to see you.
1: Great to be with you.
0: Let's start with uh, East Palestine. Haven't really talked about that yet on the podcast. Mm. Uh, what did we? What did we both learn from the Biden administration and the media's response initially and now up to the present day to a chemical spill, disaster, train derailment in Ohio? What do you think?
1: Well, I think we learned that we, we can't just trust the government and the EPA to look out for, the, for our best interests. In fact, we actually learned that the Ohio EPA recommended that people return to their homes shortly after the derailment based on testing that the train company did itself. And it was testing that did not adhere to federal standards. So of course the train company is going to downplay what's actually happening. And so people started to go back to their houses. Now to this day, there's still a charred smell in the air. People are getting sick. Uh, people returned to their homes to find that their animals were dead. And uh, so it w- it's just been a scary situation uh when they say also,
0: animals can i just can I just ask you i, I know that there have been a lot of fish that were found do you mean people's pets or birds in their backyards or what what have they found
1: yeah there's one man in east palestine who uh has a TikTok where he features his pet foxes he has several pet foxes and he started to document how they were getting sick and one of them died he took a photo of the dead fox shared it on his facebook as well and then uh video of his trips to the vet all the medicine they had to get for the other foxes and then there was a woman who had backyard chickens and she found that all the chickens had died and she had surveillance cameras on them that showed they were perfectly healthy the day, the day before no animal had attacked them but they died shortly after the derailment and we and that smoke plume that followed at the death Do you think that we should,
0: uh, what would be um, adequate response? What should the measures, obviously the federal government was, well, Biden has still hasn't gone. judge went to uh, Secretary of Transportation, as amazing as that is to say out loud, despite the fact it's been a couple of years now. It took a long time to get there. And people are still upset, obviously, about what has gone on, and rightly so. Do we have some sense as to what what should be done? I mean, the people that are really concerned about the people of East Palestine, put aside the uh, political hacks and folks that are just trying to make this about blaming Trump for deregulation, even though even the Washington Post came out and said, that's just not reality. There's no regulation you can point to that Trump got rid of that could have led to this or anything to do with this. But um, I I just want to know what you think should be done or what are you when you're hearing from experts about this what are they saying should be done to make sure that it's either cleaned up or it is safe
1: well I think it's good that the Biden administration now over the weekend, they've knocked on, you know, they've sent people from FEMA, from the EPA and from the CDC to go knock on over 500 doors so far in East Palestine to get a sense of what's really going on with the people there. I know, uh, I know that the train company had met with the Biden administration several months ago and they talked about safety being their primary priority for 2023 which is so ironic but uh they met to talk about how they were going to contribute to lessening global warming or climate change but they also secretly advocated against adding uh, a second person to uh, engineer the train to be on the train to make sure that everything was going well Apparently the what these trains are only manned by one person. So maybe we can actually have another person man this train but what's what I'm really discovering that's really concerning is the disposal of this waste both the contaminated soil and the contaminated water it's now being shipped to Texas and Michigan which you know who knows if we'll find out it's being shipped shipped to other states because Texas Officials nobody in Texas or in Michigan knew this was happening. They didn't get a heads-up from uh, The disposal companies or from the EPA that it was being shipped here here in Harris County where I live uh, Our County judge said that she found out through the news That this waste was being disposed of in Deer Park, Texas just down from me and but the company that was disposing this waste said that so far they've disposed of about seven hundred thousand gallons of wastewater from East Palestine, Ohio. But uh, they actually said what was really stunning to me is they said, "I'm looking at it right here." They have uh, a permit to dispose of two hundred and thirty million gallons of wastewater annually. So they have an EPA permit to to do this. And what they do is they shoot the wastewater deep into the earth. They're saying it's deep enough that it's not going to contaminate. drinking water or anything and we hope that they're right but it's really stunning that this is actual a normal occurrence that nobody finds out about we found out about this one because it was making so many headlines but the fact that here in houston texas we're constantly getting that much contaminated water under underneath us and no wonder that there it's known in town don't drink the tap water
0: is there a part of you that just has to has to feel like the the EPA and the the people that certainly are calling the shots that are under the Biden administration and they're working at the behest of the Biden White House, they get so energized and so frightened on issues of climate change. I mean, even Pete Buttigieg, bringing him up again, he said recently that we'll be judged by future generations about how we handle the climate crisis now. He says that. In a very smug fashion, and he thinks he's a serious and intelligent person as he says it. Of course, it's, I mean, it's lunacy. Like, no, one, no one's going to remember what Pete Buttigieg did on climate change in two years, never mind in 20 or, or 200. Um, but they're all fired up about that. And the people that work at the EPA are very concerned. But when you're talking about what happened in East Palestine, but also just the way that wastewater from an incident like that is disposed of, we're just supposed to trust them and it's no big deal. I, I think there's a disconnect there.
1: Yeah, people are concerned. They're trusting everything less and less. And when you find out about this, it, it was interesting. Even government leaders, both in Texas and Michigan, you know, state representatives in Michigan right now are trying to get more details uh, from the waste disposal company on what the heck's going on. What sort of waste is this? We're finding out in Texas that it's uh, it's from the wastewater is actually from uh the water that was sprayed to try to put out the flames. And then that runoff water that now has the original hose water mixed with the chemicals is now being shipped down to Texas. So that's what, that's what we have here underneath us. But what do the Michigan residents have their state representatives are trying to figure that out. So, uh, but the fact that this is there, this is actually constantly happening. That there's a permit for what did i say 200 230 million gallons annually and this is not even a million gallons that have been disposed of at this point um and nobody nobody knows about it like our county judge here in houston just found out by law nobody has to alert the county that trucks are being shipped through the city with this poisonous water So I think a lot of people are asking right now, should we should we change regulations to at least let people know that these toxins are coming through the city and they're about to go in the ground beneath us?
0: How much do you think the federal response under this Biden administration would have been different if East Palestine was for whether it's based on, you know, the actual voting records or not? if east palestine was considered to be a democrat stronghold instead of the belief that it's a trump voting area do you think the federal government would have acted sooner or is is that is that just people taking a cheap shot
1: i don't know if they would have acted sooner i i um it seems like democrats and republicans are are united in this response, in large part,ly in that everyone is really concerned about this. Both Democrats and Republicans are speaking out about the concern about this, and I think that the EPA has always been pretty compromised in a lot of ways. Yeah, but so and why so, didn't Biden?
0: Why has a Biden? I don't think Biden's been to this. Has he been, or maybe he just I, went? He I hasn't been,
1: now. and I, I am wondering why he has not been out there. But he is extremely feeble. But it's interesting that he did make it to Ukraine but not to one of his own Very United States. Yeah, and so a lot of people feel like that it was a slap in, in the face of Americans. So it's not doing anything for his, his ratings or you know his, his approval ratings if he's planning to run for office again. But at least he sent Buttigieg. I,
0: I want to ask you, because I know you're somebody who has had uh, views that have conflicted with the Fauci consensus on a, on a range of things. The, the latest from the Energy Department on the origins of COVID-19. I think we should talk about that in just a second. But first, if you're a T-Mobile subscriber, you got to have a heads up right now. They're investigating a data breach that exposed the sensitive personal information of 37 million customers. Right after the New Year, cyber hackers grab data without notice. Might include customers' names, emails, billing addresses, and phone numbers. If exploited, cyber criminals can use this information to commit online identity theft. Your own info is involved. How will you know when they go to work pretending to be you online? You need LifeLock, my friends. Their online identity theft protection includes monitoring the web 24-7 for irregular activities and new account openings. If they see unusual activity in your name and if you're a LifeLock customer like I am, you'll get an alert via text, via email. So important can save you such a headache. And if you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based a LifeLock restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. I've relied on them for years and they come through time and time again. Join now, save up a 25% off your first year with promo code Buck at LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. That's LifeLock.com, promo code Buck. Use my name, my promo code. You get a 25% discount or you can call 1-800-LIFELOCK. So what's it like for you, uh, Ivory, when I mean, you, well, actually, give everybody a little bit of the the backstory here. You have been somebody who has gotten, well, on the front lines of the vaccine, Fauciism, all this stuff. Like, you've been a pretty vocal person against all the COVID madness.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I was, when I was reporting for Fox during 2020, 2021 we would get you know tips and information from sources on the ground and uh viewers submitting what's actually happening to them so we were constantly getting a sense of what was what was the reality in the pandemic and so it was interesting that a clear narrative was being shaped as far as um treating treating COVID as far as uh, what the reality is with the vaccines, which we can't really talk about on YouTube, we're on YouTube right now, Uh, YouTube really censors that. And it was interesting when I discovered that both social media sites and major mainstream media outlets were all censoring and controlling the narrative in the same way, which is part of why I decided to get out of Fox. Um, because we were, uh, when I was assigned, I, I began getting assigned to cover the vaccines very often and, and my bosses would instruct me not to talk about the evidence that we had of reactions to it, any, any sort of negative reaction. So it was, uh, you know, effects, a lot right? of, we're talking, we're talking side effects. Yes, exactly. we we were, so I was constantly instructed to promote it, push it to people, um, and, and not talk about any side effects. Meanwhile, the inbox was filling with questions about side of, uh, side effects, and we were getting evidence of side effects too. And we were not allowed to talk about that. Um, then we later learned um, Blaze TV did a Freedom of Information Act request on White House funding, what the White House used their money for in regards to promoting the vaccines. It later came out that they had the white house had sent advertising money to, or you know money to promote the vaccines to virtually every media outlet including fox and so then i had confirmation of how strange it was that we had this instruction to only make the vaccines look good and push people to take them don't talk about uh any Potential negative consequences, which goes against informed consent, which goes against journalism ethics. So that's a little bit of my background and why I chose to leave Fox.
0: What was your reaction to seeing the Energy Department report came out, reported on over the weekend uh, that they think that, yeah, it turns out after, as you mentioned, social media, including YouTube, uh, wouldn't allow you to even talk about the lab leak. And now it comes to pass that the federal government itself, at least at the Energy Department, I know there's still some dissent among the agencies is saying, yeah, no, it was a lab leak. What's that like for someone like you who in the beginning was saying, I think they're lying to us about some stuff.
1: Uh, It just confirms the importance of, of protecting free speech and free press because it's clear that censorship is inhibiting us from getting to the truth. The fact that we were banned from talking about something that later turned out to be true. You know, we don't want this to happen again in our future if we, if we want to be in the know about what's really happening which is so crucial to freedom in any free society. I mean, to keep a free society, you need to be aware of the realities of what are, what are actually happening. To have a, a su- supposed major outlet that's supposedly a part of the free press preventing its people from talking about things like this. It's such a disservice to the citizens of America. I hope people are waking up about how compromised all levels of media are, both, both the TV news and the social media.
0: It is amazing that there's been no apology or even explanation from the social media giants for the censorship they engaged in that now we know beyond any doubt was wrong they were censoring things under the on the premise that what they were censoring was untrue and they were wrong and it was true and it's like they don't care it, we're we're supposed to think that this is somehow um not a massive problem and they often talk about threats to democracy on the left i think when the most powerful communication companies really just powerful companies in the world period are all colluding together to push a certain narrative and suppress voices I mean, can you even have free elections i mean that's I've been telling people this because a lot of 2020 talk comes up, and I say, "Well, what what was the what was the real theft that occurred, or rather, what was the way in which the democracy that we have was in jeopardy?" I think not just the Hunter Biden laptop suppression by Twitter and Facebook, but the reality of media companies lying to the public about putting their thumb on the scale for Democrats. I mean, that's that's a big problem, right? I mean, you know, this is. It, this is something a phone companies all of a sudden said, we're only going to be we're only going to operate as phone banks for Democrats and not for Republicans. And the public didn't know about that. That would be a big deal. And, and it kind of strikes me as the same way in this last 2020 election. So was it a free and fair election?
1: No, no, I don't think it was. Exactly. It's very concerning um, that. And, and it seems like nothing is being done um and the fact that the media is suppressed from talking about or, you know they suppress their people media outlets have this narrative of the big lie you know that the, the big lie is that that anything in elections is imperfect that if there's a, if you if you believe there might be any flaws in elections then you're a part of the big lie it's just major gaslighting and media outlets on the left and the right you know fox news jumped on that same bandwagon with with cnn and saying we're we're at some point we're going to stop talking about these compromised elections you know and you know things like certain voting machine companies um (laughs) we're like again if i'm on youtube with you i don't want to get you there's
0: there's a lot of lawsuits going on about all that stuff let's stay let's stay (laughs) away from Let's stay away from that one. I mean, YouTube. I've by the way, I've already been uh, in the. I've been demonetized, gotten strikes, gotten taken down, mm. gotten frozen, gotten shadow banned. All, I mean at this point, this is why you know. God bless old school radio because um, that's the way I'm able yeah, to reach ninety five for- percent of my audience. Because if I was really relying on on only digital means, uh, it's a totally mm. different.
1: It's totally it's different so game. difficult to get the truth, and this I mean, is what I'm saying with this uh, is that how can we expect to have elect have our vote count we can't even talk about what's wrong with it not even on a social media site like youtube or on a news outlet like fox news and i'll and uh, i'll say it in a way that doesn't doesn't get you know your channel in trouble but you know when we were we were aware of we had the paperwork of why the state of Texas banned this certain machine company. And then I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to alert the viewers about this.
0: It's a difference between saying there's a vulnerability and here's how these vulnerabilities were exploited already in a way that I'm going to declare change an election or change, whatever. I mean, these are two different things, right? So it it seems to me like you should be able to always say, there are flaws here or there are there are challenges to the system that people should be aware of. But because of the sensitivity over specific claims being made in specific states or or, or whatever. Um, and then obviously also when companies get litigious, you know, very people like to talk a big game all the time about how, oh, free speech, free speech. Well, when you're getting dragged into court, all of a sudden that free speech feels like it's a little bit more expensive. And they change their uh, they change their approach to that. Very quickly, Um, I want speaking of free speech and getting the truth. Project Veritas, because I know you wanted to get to that. We're going to talk about what happened there. You're going to have to educate me on this, by the way, Ivory, because I'm not I mean, I'm up on the the basic headlines that James O'Keefe is out. I don't know anything about what happened. I don't know why it happened. So you can tell me what went on here. Um, You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today. And have trusted Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. One of Mike's latest incredible deals is on his Giza dream sheets. The sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream sheets are back at the lowest price ever. They're coming in as low as $29.99 with promo code BUCK. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty, and now for the holiday season, they're extending their 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now will have a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square. Check out this flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets along with other limited time offers. I love the Giza Dream Sheets. They're on my bed at home. You should get a pair. Enter promo code Buck. Go to MyPillow.com. Promo code Buck. Get some Giza Dream Sheets. All right, Ivory, what the heck happened over at Project Veritas? Lay it down.
1: It's such a shame that this vital, vitally important journalism outfit is self-destructing this month um it's really sad what has happened um there was a fallout in early february between James O'Keefe the founder and his board they are uh, structured as a nonprofit and uh under that nonprofit structure the board has enough power to oust the organization's own founder uh there was a big disagreement uh between them now there's a lot of conspiracy theories about about what this Disagreement was really about. A lot of viewers right now feel that it's associated with Pfizer. Uh, a lot of people feel that the board has been bought out by Pfizer because right before this fallout, Project Veritas and James O'Keefe had just broken their biggest story ever. You know, uh, tell everybody about
0: what viewers. it was in case in case they didn't see it or they forgot.
1: Right, they went undercover meeting with a director from Pfizer who. Explained, you know, without knowing he was hanging out with an undercover journalist, he told this person that Pfizer is doing directed evolution, which means that they will manipulate a virus in order to have a reason to come up with new pharmaceuticals, new vaccines to treat that virus, so then more money for them. But you know, when you talk about this uh, lab leak we mentioned earlier, you know, it's like how many lab leaks might we have if the individual pharmaceutical companies are doing things like this too? So it was very concerning. And Pfizer responded with a statement which denied and then confirmed that they do do directed evolution. So it made massive headlines.
0: Is directed now, evolution just another way of saying gain of function research? By the exactly, way, exactly. Very similar.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah so uh right just days after that um we find out that james o'keefe has been put put on uh leave while project veritas investigates him and you know my reaction was how can the founder of an organization get kicked out of his own organization but i guess due to the structure of a nonprofit, it, it's quite doable and apparently happens fairly often and uh the board is saying that this is due to financial malfeasance that uh james was uh doing wasteful spending they had to do this in order to protect um the nonprofit status C3 right yeah status yeah uh what do you think it just i i think this is just a clash of big egos honestly when you look at the uh accusations of his spending, they seem like nothing important.
2: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
0: Why just, do they want him out? I mean, James O'Keefe is the founder. I mean, I, I Project Veritas to me just sounds like uh, you know, the the team built around James O'Keefe, right? It's like is Aerosmith Aerosmith without Steven Tyler.
1: Exactly. I don't know. And that's the thing. Everyone agrees that Project Veritas doesn't exist without James O'Keefe and I think the board knows that and I think the board didn't want him to actually leave. I think they wanted to discipline him for uh because of a clash of egos. Because um you know, I when, when there's some hard-headed, strong-opinion people, you know, duking it out and one has the power to punish the other to help hopefully make the other submit to him. I think that's what happened. They're like, we're going to send James to his knees. He'll crawl back and he'll he'll obey us from here on out. And James is like, no, I won't. I'm out. And so last week he grabbed his things, made a final statement, which a lot of people have seen uh, on video and then walked away. Now he's created his own independent tip line. It appears that James is starting from scratch uh, with the exact same mission but just him and maybe a skeleton crew of his former employees. And I think what's gonna happen is Project Veritas, they've got a lot of donor funding, but I think they're just gonna siphon out that funding and slowly die. Meanwhile, the new funding's gonna, you know, donors are gonna redirect to James directly, and he's gonna build up from scratch. It's a shame that all this has happened. Yesterday, I talked to one of the Project Veritas employees. There's good people in that organization. I think everyone in the organization had the same mission of, finding the truth and uncovering it for the public. But I think that there was a disagreement on how to get there. And it just breaks my heart that these good people, these undercover journalists who've dedicated their lives to this are now sitting there in limbo. Like what the heck are we gonna do? They are still working on projects that they had been working on before this fallout and uh and you know they're going to do their best to put those stories out will those important stories be received by the public or does the public care more about the fact that james isn't there hopefully the public you know they say content is king hopefully the public you know appreciates light being shed on uh, i understand they're working on a story right now regarding the department of homeland security really important heavy-hitting stories so hopefully the shell crew that is left at project veritas can continue to the work that they're doing. But I know some of them are being told, Hey, everyone just bail and join James because would, it's you, work, would you work, would you
0: work with James? If uh, there was a way you could help out that organization, you're an independent journalist.
1: Um, no, I chose not to work with him uh, because he and I also don't see eye to eye on a few things, which is why I, why I really believe that he and his board are, they're all good people. They just don't see eye to eye because I, I like to support James from from a distance. I think he's doing wonderful work, but I actually don't have a desire to work side by side with him. And I think in many cases, it's the case. And so if, if so, I hope that all parties can proceed in different directions. But I think that Project Veritas, that name is now so tarnished. Whoever's left there, they're gonna have to start fresh with a new name, honestly.
0: I want to ask you about uh, what you're seeing in the political world right now? 2024 already looming. Some heavy hitters in the mix on the Republican side, and obviously Joe Biden. Is he going to run? Um, but before we get to that, uh, born from the tragedy of 9/11, the Tower of the Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes ever since. The foundation honors fallen and severely injured heroes and their families with mortgage-free smart homes. This year alone, hundreds of Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young children and our nation's most severely injured veterans and first responders are receiving homes. More than 500 homeless veterans received housing and services last year. More than 1,500 will receive housing and services this year. And this coming Memorial Day, all the brave men and women lost since 9-11 in the War on Terror will have their names read aloud in a Tunnel to Towers ceremony in Washington, D.C. Through the uh, Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute, the foundation is educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day join tunnel the to towers on its mission to do good please help america to never forget its greatest heroes join me in donating eleven dollars a month to tunnel the to towers at t2t.org that's t the number two t.org all right i just Ivory. love
1: that you're picking up where rush limbaugh left off i know that was near and dear to his heart
0: oh i mean absolutely look tunnel the to towers does phenomenal work uh, it's a great organization frank siller is amazing so you know that's it's really cool when you get to work with. Um, when you get to work with organizations, uh, whether it's a, a do good organization like the Towers or even some of the companies that we have that, that sponsor you know, consumer products that are run by great people who are selling products to great people. And, you know, it's it's win win all around. So I think that's one of the things that uh, is fun about doing radio and podcasting is um, you get you get to form these relationships with people that are doing really important stuff. Um, all right, Ivory. yeah, Who's going to win? Who's gonna run? What's gonna happen? Twenty twenty four. I'm just gonna just we got a couple minutes here. I just want you to tell me what what is Ivory's take on this whole mess?
1: Uh, I think I think well, it's still like I, I I know Ron DeSantis is really getting pushed to run. And if he did, I think he would really have a big chance of winning. Um, Trump still has a huge support system behind him. And I think if Ron DeSantis doesn't win, uh, doesn't run and Trump does then in a free and fair election, I think that Trump would win. I don't think we have free and fair elections right now. So the chances a Democrat will win are really big, even though Democrats are very unpopular right now. I think that the Democrat Party right now is really trying to figure out how to get rid of Joe Biden. They know that he is for sure a, not a good not a good option for 2024 uh so they wanna they wanna get rid of him uh but i think in a free and fair election trump's gonna win but honestly i feel like a democrat's gonna win because what i've seen from elections is very disappointing they're not secure
0: so so you there's a inherent cynicism here you just think at this point even if we should win we may lose so that's that's kind of a that's kind of a sad one what what else uh, ivory in your work these days just for everybody who may go to your youtube uh before we both get strikes on youtube for this conversation probably <laughs> and <laughs> maybe get banned from the internet. You know, you spoke to Ivory Hecker. I'll be like, yeah, she's cool. I know Ivory. Um, they're like, what did I do? You know, all of a sudden, all of a sudden my bank cards aren't going to work, you know, credit card companies, no oh, more payment processors for me. Like what do I do? I spoke to Ivory. Oh, <laughs> uh, well I spoke to Ivory. Um, what are oh you, what do you focus on? What are you working on the show? I mean, Ivory Hacker uh, on YouTube, uh, that's where you could subscribe, but what, what's kind of top of mind for you? What are the things that you're really focused in on?
1: Well, this past week I was trying to help connect the dots on what happened with Project Veritas. A ton of my viewers were wanting to know about that. And obviously I have a big inside scoop because I worked with them directly and I'm friends with a lot of their people. So that was, uh, something I was really working on this past week. Uh, prior to that, we broke a big story. I I broke a story exclusively on my page first about, uh, FBI now targeting Catholics, the original traditional Catholics are apparently a concern for the FBI. Uh, a memo, an internal memo was leaked about their plans to uh, to scrutinize Catholics to figure out if they're terrorists. And then uh, after that was leaked, the FBI retracted and said, uh, we're sorry. But that was, uh, you know, I think it's really special to be able to be an independent journalist and break that story first on my YouTube and then it makes national news the next day. And uh, so I'm continuing to, you know, explore sources and information that i'm getting that it doesn't seem right like the rest of the media is covering now that i'm independent i like to zone into what's what's the media not covering because the biggest way the media lies right now is through omission and so if i can help fill in the blanks to give people a full picture of what's really happening that's what i try to do these days which is sometimes tough on youtube because they there's a reason that they don't want this information out if if the media is not covering it, it's it's a good chance that youtube's gonna give me a strike for covering it too but i try my best <laughs> so
0: well, we appreciate it ivory great to yeah. have you on thanks check out ivory hecker on youtube subscribe to her channel everybody follow her also on uh, on twitter and instagram ivory it's been an honor talk to you soon
1: it's been great talking to you
0: born on america's darkest day of 9 11 the tunnel to towers foundation has been helping america's heroes ever since When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. the number t, t. Org.